professional wrestling superstar, champion, entrepreneur, author, and show host. Feeds you more interviews, more stories, more information, and more laughs than ever before. <laughs> Conversation with the big guy, Ryback, starts now. Welcome to the Ryback Show. I am the big guy, Ryback, and today I'm joined by the beast, Nyla Rose. Having Vicky Guerrero on on the week before, and, and then having Nyla this week, I wish I could say it was it was that was the the timing I was going for, but it, it wasn't, and it just so happened that it worked out perfectly. And uh, we've been trying to get Nyla on here for a couple months, and we were able to get that arranged. And this is a really really fun conversation. We talk about how her and Vicky Guerrero, uh, how that pairing all came about, playing a dominant character on TV and using social media to show your personality. We talk about branding and YouTube and Twitch uh, and just how important that is for performers to, to, to really take advantage of those platforms to expand out past wrestling and bring more people in to wrestling. We talk about her being the, the Jericho bowling champion from the Jericho Cruise, which I had no idea about until I listened to another interview prior to having her on the show. Here we also talk about some of the influential people backstage in uh, AEW, as well as a lot of AEW talk on this one as well, and some really, really good advice at the end. So ladies and gentlemen, Nyla Rose. Hello. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. I, I was, I, I'm wearing, I'll describe it. I, I actually brushed my hair. Uh, I, I don't have the quarantine, uh, you know, bum look going on. I actually brushed my hair. I put on some eyebrows for you. Uh, I'm wearing my Nyla Rose Beat Your Ass World Tour shirt. So, Well, I appreciate you getting getting done up for the show, and we will make sure to use a, a good still image to to reflect you getting done up for the show. So thank you. <laughs> Thanks. How's what a year this has been, huh? This is, I mean, can you describe with with everything with COVID and 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 being a wrestler? Because to me, I'm an energy based wrestler that thrives off of a crowd. And I remember my early days in developmental with no crowds, and just the beginning of this. Can you describe what it was like performing with with, with nobody out there, essentially, or very few people outside of of the wrestlers there? What was that like? Oh, it was it was wild. You know, like on, on some level, I, I like to think we all are, you know, the type that feed off of energy because it's yep. when you perform live, it's there's really nothing like it. You know, like I've I've done movies, I've done theater, I've done pro wrestling. And, you know, in the movies, when you're working against the camera, yeah, you have the crew there, you get a little bit of feedback. But having that live audience that that where they feed off of your energy, you feed off of theirs. It's cyclical. It's exactly the same way in pro wrestling, but it, it's, it's turned up even more, yeah. you know, because, because in the theater, you, you got to be quiet. You enjoy the show. The audience plays their part as far as just observing with wrestling. It's, it's a little bit of a hybrid. They're encouraged to be part of the show in that regard of, you know, yelling out and, and, and giving back a little bit. So when when this all started having no audience you're you're kind of out there waiting to 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 receive something and you get nothing yeah. so it's it's way different 
but yeah, having having a few of the the boys in the back, the girls having a few of them out there kind of was a huge, huge dynamic shift. And it, it gave a little bit and, you know, you start to feel that charge. You start to feel that electricity. So that was a nice, that was a very welcome change. At least it gives you something to play off of where you have that. And even though I would say, and it, it, you might even have to work differently wrestling for them a little bit than you would with a crowd because it is slightly different, but it's energy nonetheless. Because we used to do that in developmental all the time. Yeah. Have empty arena matches, but in front of your peers. And it, it, that, it gives you just something that you know people are watching and you, you can just go into, you go into wrestler mode and you, and you embrace the moment. But did you have to make any major adjustments those first few weeks at all, just mentally? <laughs> For sure. Um, <laughs> I'm going to lift up the corner of the curtain a bit. You know, it's, you know, you're in there and you're doing some things and you kind of take a minute to trash talk the cr- crowd to kind of catch your breath a little bit. There's, there's no crowd to trash talk. I'm like, this your hero? Crickets chirp. And I'm like, all right, yep. Woo, I'm tired, <laughs> especially out there in that heat. You want to know a, a tip? I learned this really early on. And then I, I got, I'm obsessed with conditioning and cardio now and burpees, but I used to always watch a lot of uh, Triple H matches and Triple H actually doesn't have the best wind in the world, but you wouldn't necessarily not know it, but he would walk circles around his opponents at random times and make it look like he was doing something, but he was just catching his breath. And I always remember that no matter what, that if I would do something and if for whatever reason I was starting to get a little fatigued. I would do something and just walk around the opponent and like stalk them and make it, and it, but it allowed for great camera shots, but it was, it was solely done just to get the energy back. <laughs> hang on, hang on. I'm writing this down. Is it walk, circle? <laughs> I couldn't breathe through my nose my whole time in WWE. I had, I had, I got my nose fixed when I left and I didn't oh realize God. how important I'd always heard, but I was, I was always been a mouth breather. So I always had to do extra conditioning so that I could yeah. breathe. And then I got my nose fixed after and I go, man, I really wish I didn't go my whole career with, with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, like to, to kind of talk to that, you know, being outside this whole year in that Florida heat, they, yeah. it's, we're kind of breathing. We're, we're, I feel like an amphibian, like breathing water, basically. The humidity is so thick. It's, it's just it's really, really heavy air. So. Once we do get back in the arena, do get back in front of crowds, I think uh, just wrestling outside so frequently will help my uh, conditioning. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And you know, too, when you don't, when you lose that audience uh, and that energy and the adrenaline, and he's like, we've all done practice oh, yeah. matches. Practice matches are a million times harder because you, you don't have that same, like nothing you can do can replicate being in front of thousands of people. There's nothing. So it's. I think it's a testament to how great everyone wrestling all around w- without the crowds of, of just how great the performers are. It, it's incredible to see from, from being in the business and, and wanting to come back and watching this. I'm like, man, everyone's doing a, a fantastic job. So, so I tip my cap to you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, no, uh, just to piggyback. Yeah. A- across the board. It's, it's one of those secret little things that, you know, the people at home watching don't quite realize, but all of us know, it's it's a whole different animal. And you too, and too, I always tell people the more, because you have a, a lot of muscle on you, and the more muscle you have, the more oxygen your body burns. It's going to eat right up, yeah. And, and so I've always had to do so much extra conditioning, and I'm, and I, I'm obsessed with it. 
Have you, do you do a lot of things for conditioning or do you have naturally good conditioning? No, that's kind of been my focus over this past year. You know, it's even stepping up from the Indies to this level has been real eye opening. It's been a real awakening. You know, hey, I need to shift gears here. I need to, you know, focus on this conditioning and, and just do things a little bit differently. Yep. So that's kind of that's that's been my workout routine. That's been my focus. You know, so off air, I'm I'm more than receptive to if you have any tips. Uh, but I, I just been switching it up because once you hit that plateau, your body kind of gets used to things. You have to switch it up, get that muscle confusion yep. so that you can stay on top of things and constantly push yourself and get to that next level. What people don't realize, and I experience this a lot too in wrestling with WWE and specifically live events where I put in a lot of time with guys and I had to work guys and I, I got, I worked guys bigger than me with big show, Mark Henry and Kane and great Khali a lot, but I also worked guys a lot smaller than me, which you are also working smaller opponents. But in today's wrestling and in, it is the, the, the pace and still being a monster and a dominant figure but you, the, the speed has picked up in pro wrestling over the years. Oh, for sure. And so I think it's like people don't realize how good of shape you actually truly have to be because, you know, in other settings, if you can end, if you're wrestling a smaller opponent and you're able to end something in a quicker amount of time, you know, it, 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 it can favor the larger, larger fighter. But in wrestling, if you know you have to do you a 15, 20 minute time limit sort of thing. I mean, you have to be in kick-ass shape. Yeah, for sure. Like, you know, it's 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 something that we, you know, on this side of things here a lot. But I, I always say it to people who ask, you know, I'm thinking about getting into it. What should I do? Or I'm I'm waiting till I'm ready. Nothing prepares you for wrestling no. like wrestling. You can go out there and do all the track, do all of that. But once you get in there doing these explosive, you know, things. Uh, it's it's really high intensity. Nothing prepares you for wrestling except for wrestling. And you know, too, another thing to that is the people. I was always as a kid. Um, I'm attracted. You know, everyone has their style and what they like, and I respect all styles of pro wrestling. But for me, I've always been attracted to the powerhouse wrestlers or hybrid powerhouse wrestlers yeah. because to me, I feel like the audience can feel strength out of all the different styles, the best. And which is why I think some of the most over wrestlers in the history of business have been power based with, with high intensity is because I feel like people can feel that, but it sucks the energy out of you because you're actually in granted it's wrestling and we're, we're, we're working matches, doing things, but to literally physically do power moves takes a lot of effort. Yeah. 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 In basing for people, you, yeah. when you're, when you're quote unquote doing nothing, but you're just standing there to, to, to lend the hand, as you will, that'll burn you up as well. No doubt. You know, something I really uh, am happy for, I just had her on, was Vicky Guerrero. And so thank you for sharing that podcast as well the other day on Twitter. Oh, got to. I got to support, you know, that's my girl. <laughs> I, I love Vicky and I got to do some, some cool things with her while in WWE. She's one of the sweetest women uh, in the world. And it's always fascinating to me how people can be so great on TV uh, as a as a bad guy, uh, and then in, in real life just be the absolute just most sweetest person. But she's just I, I I love her. How did that pairing come about with you two? Because I love it. 
Oh, you know, like you said, uh, energy. She she just a natural attraction. I met her on the uh, Chris Jericho cruise, and we she had approached us about doing her podcast on the Jericho cruise, and I was like, oh, absolutely, and and I was a little starstruck in the moment. Yep. <laughs> You know, but but we just got backstage, got to talking about things. And, and, and she said, you know, I would love to work with you sometime. And I was like, hey, that's all I need to hear. And I just I had an idea. I went, you know, to the powers that be. I said, can we get Vicky in here? I need her. I need her guidance. I, I need her with me. And and I didn't think anything was going to come of it. You know, it was a little radio silence for a while. But then I got the I got the OK and uh, gave Vicky a call. Hey, Vicky, we're, we're golden. Let's do this. So now we're we're just backstage looking at every possible angle. Like, where can we do this? What can we do with this? And we're, we we got a lot of lot of good ideas. It's it's a beautiful thing, and she has such experience of being in the business. And I, I think there's nothing but positives with that. And you, I could tell by you could always tell when people post pictures together and do things. And I instantly, and just knowing Vicky, I was like, and then in having and talking to you in the little bit I have, and seeing that the personality that you have, I go. Oh man, they get along really good, which is gonna it's <laughs> do gonna, well. <laughs> yeah, which is it's a beautiful thing though because in an environment that you're allowed to thrive in, you guys are going to create some really, re- really good TV together. Oh, I, I, I really hope so. And, and it, you know, it's I hate to keep bringing it up, but it's it's such a bummer that some of the things we have on deck, uh, the audience isn't around for. But I, I like to think they're at home watching and loving it, and and. If they're loving what we're doing so far, they're they're definitely gonna love what we have in store. Yeah, no, again, the fans are so essential to pro wrestling, and again, it's good to see fans being back and allowed into the arenas, even if it's at ten or fifteen percent capacity. It's it's better than nothing, and I think to everyone at the end of this, all around, human from fans to wrestlers, just everyone with all the sports, I think we're gonna be more grateful for things um, in a way, and just how how good life really can be in the way and how quickly it can all be taken away also. So, yeah, I, I definitely hope so. I definitely hope so. It's, it's, you know, not just with wrestling, but in a lot of ways, it's been a lot, very eye opening for a lot of people. And, and, uh, I just love seeing and hearing about people and, and the things that they've been doing and skills that they've been learning, just ways that they've grown through all this and just all across the board. I really hope that continues to carry over. Same, same. And I think, I think hopefully sooner than later, but you said something and I, and I didn't even have it down and I want to ask about it. Cause I was thinking about this the other day. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, you, you said starstruck and that's something for me, uh, because I remember when I, I, in being in WWE, since I was at the end of 22 on and being so nervous, getting called up to TV from developmental one, cause I wasn't ready yet. I wasn't quite confident to the level I needed to be. I was still finding myself in many ways, not just in wrestling, but in life. And I remember getting called up with Nexus at, at 28 years old and literally getting thrown with like Jericho and Cena and, and all the top stars, everybody that we <laughs> had watched on TV. And I was thinking about that with with people with, with AEW, especially from where you guys started. And they brought in the handful of people with, with TV experience. Uh, but what you guys have done is so incredible of building, because you're building a lot of new stars. with yeah. And it, was that something with you and being around these guys? Because people don't think about that sometimes, I think, how hard. Because I know I was, man, the first time I was in the ring with like Cena and Jericho, I was I was a bit nervous 
because you want to be respectful. And I was still building my confidence as a wrestler in things and for my development. But is, is that something with you being around some of these other people? Like, did you deal with that with, with people you grew up watching on TV? I still deal with it. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm playing it cool right now. You probably, I'm starstruck right now. I'm like, holy crap! Ryback is talking to me. Like, he wants me on his podcast. Nobody's gonna like, believe that, Nyla. So just the, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you. yeah, like it's, it's definitely like you said. You know, it's, it's really unbelievable. People that I've admired, people that I've looked up to in one way or another, or just, just should have been fans of. You know, uh, when, when I get backstage and. Jericho's like, hey, Nyla, what's up? And I'm like, oh, my God, Jericho's talking to me. You know, it's, yep. it's just, it's such an unbelievable thing. And then the fact that they want to pass this knowledge, they want me to be the best me. You know, they're not yep. just there and collecting a paycheck and looking out for themselves. You know, like, everybody wants the best out of everybody. Yep. You know, you've got Dustin in there. He's who's he's taken, taken everyone kind of under his wing, and he's, like, really trying to to push us and and help us grow and help us learn you know vicky backstage given you know her dropping her knowledge where it's applicable there's there's just so much knowledge it's a, a literal wealth of knowledge you know dean malenko he's he's yep. a quiet little ghost in the wind but he oh man like i love that man <laughs> he'll give you golden gems when he does let you know something and it's it's oh. spot on a hundred percent. Like they, they, I got nothing else to add to that. That's a hundred percent. You know, he's he's so busy. He's got so much on his plate. But he's someone I try to look for uh, after a match and just kind of you know, or maybe even before if, if my brain is uh, thinking about it. Yeah. But I, I definitely try to to get a little bit of his input and insight. But there's there's just so so much knowledge uh, backstage and and anyone. Whoever has the privilege of of getting signed or even just, you know, coming and being a guest in our house, um, don't waste that opportunity, please. You know, that's something, and I even, I talked with Vicky about that because people forget sometimes, and, 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 I, and I have to go back and look to what's going on right now is a really cool thing in, in, in pro wrestling with, with AEW being in existence uh, because I, I truly believe it's changing the landscape of pro wrestling for the better forever. But a lot of the performers, like uh, people don't, I don't think quite appreciate. And I tell this with like, with a, when a new person would debut in WWE, creating one new star is extremely difficult, let alone trying to create many new stars and people though, you know, this opportunity is once in a lifetime where you're building all these new stars and a lot of young, really young people. And I think sometimes people forget where they started out in the business. And I think today the athleticism and the performers are as talented as ever, but psychology takes time to learn. And the only way that's learned, the only way like mannerisms and things of, you know, are learned is being taught down by the people who have experienced it yeah. prior. And if people selfishly don't pass that on, then that's where, you know, there's, there's a gap. And, and that's why it's really cool to me to see the guys that are like Jericho and, and, and Dustin because there's such a wealth of knowledge and, and Dean and Arn, and it takes time for talent. Like I remember what I knew at 22 or 24, or 25, or even 28 compared to now is night and day, day and night. Like it, it's just, 
it takes time. And I think it's so cool to have a blend of that because it's only going to improve as time goes on. And we're seeing that like where you guys are now from where you started, it's incredible. And it's only going to get bigger, I think. Yeah. It's, and it's literally as of today, only been a year, yep. you know, and, and to have grown so much in that time, it, it genuinely makes me excited for the future. You know, where can we go? Cause the sky is the limit, not just for the performers, but for the brand, for the, for the promotion itself. Absolutely. It's it, it, to me as a wrestler, it's, I haven't been this excited in a long, long time with everything. And I'm proud of everybody, like in just all of this. But you said something I saw in another interview with you. And I want to ask you about this because I'm a big bowling fan. What's the deal on the Jericho cruise here? You're the bowling champion? The bowling champion. I like to say that I am the bowling champion of the seven seas. Surely because it sounds cooler. But, you know, who's who's going to contest that? Who's going to contest that? Yeah, there there was a bowling alley on the cruise. And Jericho just kind of threw it out there. Hey, we got a bowling thing. Does anybody bowl? Does anybody want to bowl? I just... I'm the person who will just jump at, I've never done it before. Let's do it. Uh, let's rock and roll. I'm so adventurous that way. So I have bowl it, bowled before, but I've never, I've never been good okay. at bowling. <laughs> and that was kind of my thing going into it. It's like, I don't have to be the best bowler. I just have to be better than all the other bowlers. <laughs> <laughs> what was, so was it just one game? Was it a series of games? It was a series of games. It was it was a tournament. And uh, we kept accidentally winning over the course of like three days. And I kept having to come back at like midnight for this bowling tournament. And I don't know if she's holding a grudge. I think I think she's on my side, but I, I beat Vicky. I don't want to rub it in too much. She might, she, she might let me have it. You know, she might she might not save me in a match somewhere down the line, but I beat Vicky. I beat Chavo. Yeah, I don't want to get too much into that. I don't, I don't want to get no heat. I don't want no heat. But, um, but you're the but ultimately you're the bowling champion though. Ultimately, I am the bowling champion. I am the one to beat. I am the one to watch. I tell you, if I was on that cruise, I would be drinking. I would be at that lane all day drinking every day, just bowling, <laughs> because I am terrified of cruise ships. Because are you? I don't like being in, like I don't like flying either. I'm okay flying. I've done it my whole life, but I don't. To me, I have a thing like, like to me, flying. The one fear I always had flying was like the. the the planes crashing when we go like over to India or across the uh, crash, crashing into the ocean and I would survive that tear somehow and then be eaten by sharks. So oh like my God, <laughs> double fear of like just being alone in the ocean. And so a cruise ship is just like one step of like being out there for many, many days where I feel like <laughs> I'm like, if I, my parents went on a cruise ship when I was in high school and I, I didn't go because of that very reason. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> so I—that's—I that, don't know if I could ever do it. You, you know, when you put it like that. <laughs> no, it was—it was a blast. That—that was—that was my first cruise ever, and and you know, much like you, I was nervous as hell going into it. But I—I uh, I don't know if it was the uh, if it was the uh, uh, fireball or the angry orchards or what, but but my nerves quickly calmed down. And uh, it was it was a blast all around. Live music, tons to eat. 
some pretty decent people. <laughs> it seems like an amazing time. All I could think about, though, if in an emergency, I just think of the guy from Titanic. I have a child that it would be <laughs> I would be scouting ch children on the, on the who has the kid that I can get on the boat. <laughs> just pick up a loose child. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a, you don't have a child, right, Becky? You have two dogs. Sir, that's most of a mannequin. Sit yeah. down. <laughs> Just a real scumbag. Oh, no. But I would end up, I think I would be fine once I, I got on there. But it, I, Oh, you, you yeah. think I didn't plan the quickest route to the lifeboats? Are you kidding me? <laughs> that would be my whole first day, just scouting everything to see what the, my game plan of an emergency. <laughs> oh. So I wanted, I wanted to ask you, too, because with, with social media, and, and I remember when I first came in as, as Ryback, and I wasn't talking, I was being very, very serious, and I wasn't doing, I didn't even have Instagram till my last year, and like, I didn't, I wasn't, I, Twitter was the only thing I really got involved with eventually, but it, playing a dominant character, and then having social media, and, and being able to show your personality, I think that's such a cool thing on what you're able to do. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing for sure, you know, and, and I'm still finding that balance and, and finding out what that is. Yep. Social media is, is who said it, Charles Dickens, it's the, the best of times or the worst of times. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's, that's very much social media. But as far as it being the best, yes, having that, that freedom, that voice, and just being able to show your personality and, and kind of, uh, just just exude online is 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 a wonderful blessing and i don't think enough people take advantage of that but but you need to know who you are in order to do that i think you have to be able to not you have to let fear go because i learned uh i wish and when i got my business that's where i really learned about social media through gary vaynerchuk on how i needed to incorporate every platform essentially for me into a sales funnel for feed me more nutrition but as, as an entertainer and as a wrestler, every platform is an opportunity to connect with a different fan base, essentially. And some of oh, us, and it's learning and it, it takes a lot of work though, but it also takes, because you, you bring up a great point, the best of times and the worst of times, um, you got to know who and what you are. And because we're in, in the, the more well-known you are, and unfortunately everyone deals with this in the world in the way it is, but there's a lot of hate out there. And you have to be able to not let it stop you from being you and just put your content out there, know who and what you are and have fun with it. Because when you can do that, it's truly an amazing thing. But there's always going to be the negative uh, reality of, of people that the hate on social media. And today, like I think performers today, in not just wrestling, all sports, this is uncharted territory. Like nobody knows. This is all so new. Mike, Michael Jordan, you know, you know, wh whoever, just the, the biggest stars of the past didn't have to deal with social media in the way that today's stars do. It's an entirely different ballgame. Yeah, for sure. And, and you know, I, I don't really, uh, like, every day is kind of the new frontier of that, yeah. you know? What, Zoom wasn't a thing a few months ago. Now it's, it's huge, you know? Yep. You know, everything has a starting point. Everything has a, has a launch pad. So having the, these online frontiers to kind of put yourself out there, you know, Instagram is a very different medium than Twitter. Twitter's a very different medium than a Facebook. Yep. And they each capture a certain audience. So 
really kind of learning how the times are changing and how to apply yourself to that can be incredibly effective as far as getting yourself across, you know, knowing who to play to and how to play to them. And you know, too, and this is a thing and something I learned and in, in for me, like YouTube and, and, and you mentioned in like in wrestlers and, and again, it's, it's personal preference on what you want to do. Not everyone wants to be heavily involved with social media. And I, and I completely understand and, and respect oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I get it. Like I, if I didn't have my brand of everything, I, you know, if I wasn't involved in wrestling and wanting to go back and when I'm able to in, in doing what I'm doing with the supplements, I definitely would not be as involved as I am. But the thing is, is, you know, wrestling and the wrestling audience is only a, a certain part of the world. There's a whole other world out there where that if you could become, I mean, you got people, you got kids on YouTube making $25, $26 million a year that have these enormous audiences. The reach of the real world is incredible. And the bigger the star that Nyla Rose is on YouTube, and, you know, me, I do these random videos. The more people I can attract from outside of wrestling, it helps bring more eyeballs to wrestling because they connect with you as an individual and as a brand. And then they are tuning in for you, but then they may become fans of other people. And then they're tuning into the product, which is a really oh. powerful thing. Oh, absolutely. I, I know we don't have the camera, but I'm definitely shaking my head in agreement. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's that crossover. It's, it's, uh, you know, not everybody's not everybody's going to jump to want to watch wrestling as much as we love it. Yep. Th not everyone does. That's yep. just the harsh reality. You know, I wish everyone did, but everyone does not. So like you said, if you can connect with them, hey, this Ryback guy's really cool. He's he's reviewing these chicken sandwiches. See, you didn't think I watched that. I did watch that. <laughs> Thank you, Nyla. <laughs> or my Zoom video, they're using it to troll people eating chips for an ASMR, <laughs> which is becoming incredibly popular of all the things that I've done and I'm kind of embarrassed about, but it's pretty funny. Well, well no, like, okay, so to kind of play to what we're talking about, that's that's like cementing your place in, in internet lore and in internet history. Yep. You know, memes are huge now. They're the modern day hieroglyphics of you, or that's rather emojis, yeah. but, but to an extent, you know, so are gifts and, and memes and whatever. So, Having that crossover appeal, people may not know who Ryback is from wrestling, but they, they see your chip video and they're like, oh, this is hilarious. I'm going to troll all my friends with it. Somebody's like, oh, that's Ryback. He's a wrestler. Oh, what? Then they'll go back and check out your stuff. And now they like wrestling. So it is it is a great way. It's a unique way to, you know, capture capture more people because you never know what somebody's going to connect to. No, you know, you're absolutely right. And you know, I was talking to Vicky, and I actually tried to get it fired up for this, for this, and I and I stopped it. The uh, for Twitch though, because I'm actually because I understand you're a big gamer, right? Big video gamer. Uh, guilty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I used to be when I growing up, and I got away from it. And then over the years, I've had multiple people tell me, like, because I, I do quite a bit, and I'm involved with a lot of different things, and and the supplements take up take up a lot of time. But I'm like. Every different outlet becomes a sales funnel and, and becomes allows and two allows me to, to brand myself and connect with people on the different platforms. But Twitch is the one thing everyone keeps telling me to go to. And I finally then I see Rusev Miro, who I've been friends with ever since WWE. He's one of my favorite people and favorite wrestlers. He's amazing. He's amazing. Just an amazing human being. And 
I go, okay, he's on Twitch. I go, I got to look into this. So I created my account Ryback Rules on there. And I actually, I ordered a gaming chair, which comes in today. I ordered the PS4 camera. I had a PlayStation 4 that I only used to order UFC fights, essentially. <laughs> and so now I got Mortal Kombat 11 and Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And I figured it all out. I got a big banner with Ryback Rules and the logo and everything. And I'm getting lighting put into the room to turning it into the ultimate gaming experience where I could like <laughs> play against people. I just, cause I only want to fight against other people and, but have conversations and use the platform differently than all the others. But you're recently just getting on Twitch also, right? I am. I am. And unfortunately real life has kind of taken a, a bit of a South turn. I'm not going to get too much into that, but dealing with some family stuff. Yep. So I've kind of had to put getting that launched on hold for now. I mean, it just seems like every single time I'm like, hey, you know, I've got a few hours to get this up and running and work on this. And then it's just not going to happen. But but hopefully, hopefully, you know, in, in the next few days, in the next few weeks here, I can get that up and running. But the, ch the channel is up. You can follow me, Nyla Rose Beast. Get on there. And at some point very soon, I uh, want to get that off the ground. And maybe I'll pick up Mortal Kombat 11 and then uh, beat you up a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Ryback won't be ruling probably most of the time playing <laughs> playing other people. I, I, although I did have a pretty good showing. The I did a test run the other night before the chair and everything came in here just to get kind of all the kinks worked out and get my headset set up. And we, I got everything all all worked out. But I'm, uh, I, I welcome the challenge. And okay. uh, it, it's, we need to definitely get that done. The with your two, I wanted to ask you, I'm not going to take up too much more of your time. I know you're very busy. What's the schedule like right now with the tapings with you guys? How, how, with everything going on? I like it. It's, it's good. You know, it's uh, a few days away from home. Uh, we go down, we do our live show on the Wednesday. Um, then we, we capture a few, get a few darks in the can, a few of our AW Dark, our second show on YouTube for those who may not be familiar. It's a wonderful show. It's, it's uh, what I love about dark is it feels important. You know, so many times, so many times, you know, companies will have a second show and that's all they look at it as is a second show. Well, with Dark, it feels important. There's things that happen on there that if you're not watching, you're going to miss out on, you know, and, and unfortunately, a lot of people don't have this broader vision. They're like, well, why didn't you put that on Dynamite? Why? Why are you doing this there? Well, because it's a show and we believe in the show and it's just as important as Dynamite. We you may not believe this, but we want you to watch both. So that's yeah. why we're doing things on both shows. So, you know, hopefully, you know, the, a few of those people, those internet trolls will pull their head from where it doesn't shine or the sun don't shine yeah. and, and actually tune in. Well, you know, too, Nyla, it takes time because people like what AEW is doing, you guys are doing things, you, you're evolving and changing things that is not the norm. Uh, or because everyone has kind of been the way things have been in pro wrestling. Yeah. They've been conditioned. Yeah. And then, so what they think is they go, it's like the, the, you know, WWE pre-show, which again, they have, there's a, there's a certain way that is viewed on things. And, and sometimes it's justified. Sometimes it's not, um, but over, it takes time for things. And the only way that does is by putting important things on the show and, and what you guys are doing and over time, that is only going to grow, especially the viewing habits of people. And I've studied this and watched this very closely, having a business and watching how people are changing and seeing that show, Social Dilemma on Netflix, like people are glued 
to their phones and on on YouTube is is going to be a massive. It already is a massive thing, but I mean it's, oh. it's more and more important. So it just takes time of putting important things on there, and then eventually they're going to be like they're going to get it overall. Oh, absolutely, and and even even in the short, you know, this this one year, this these past three sixty five days. In the short little time that it's been going on, the numbers have steadily been increasing. Yep. They've steadily been growing up. So it's it's already happening. You know, it's and, and like I said a few minutes ago, it's only only gonna go but up from here. And you know, too, another thing to, to touch on that a little more is in on YouTube, you know, and you see Nyla Rose has, you know, you have say you have a million YouTube subscribers watching your channel, and then you mentioned you're on AEW Dark, you know, you're gonna get you're gonna get people that go watch that instantly. Yeah, it's a click over. Just just yeah. do your little finger and swipe to the left or whatever. Which is why I really think with with talent, social media can really and and too, and I've had it taken away from me and and been blessed to be able to get my health back, luckily. But like this could be over. The, the the career of a wrestler isn't the longest career necessarily, even though there are, are people that are lucky enough to do it for for many, many years. But you want to take advantage of all this stuff while you're you're hot because and I could speak on it, but being being on TV and, and people still recognize me where I go, but it's not quite the same as when you're on TV all the time. And it, it right. take advantage of the situation while you're there, I think is key. Oh, amen. You know, that's what I've always said. I I have no idea how long I'm going to be at this dance for. So I, I want to jam out to every song while it's playing. I I agree. And I'm going to ask you one random question before I ask you for a, oh, a, a boy. And don't worry, it's harmless for <laughs> I ask uh, the uh, everyone on the show for one piece of advice. It's it's secretly from not secretly for me, where I'm just trying to learn as much as possible selfishly, but from people. But I want to ask you one random question is if you were to buy one thing on Amazon, what is Nyla Rose most likely to buy? Oh, wow. One thing on Amazon. Okay, I'm going to go with my knee-jerk reaction only because Halloween is around the corner. And it's what I've recently searched for on Amazon, <laughs> a red hoodie onesie. All right. That, that sounds insane. Let me explain. Uh, I, want a, I want a large red fuzzy onesie with a hood <laughs> so I can attach bunny ears to it so I can work on this uh, Noid costume. Do you remember the Noid from the 80s, Domino's? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. So that's that's what I'm working on, annoyed costume. I love it. I also heard on your other interview with AEW the the idea for because I'm huge on gear on on always I always liked getting new singlets every month for the pay per view and color schemes and I heard your idea was it on the jail cell the for stealing the show? Oh. <laughs> I, I thought that was 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 tremendous. <laughs> You know, I said it as a joke, but the more I thought about it, I'm like, I'm, I might want to go ahead and do that. <laughs> you might get another action figure out of it. I always, they used to make a lot of figures with me because I would always change my stuff, which people, a lot of people, yeah. are, it's, you never know what the action figure companies are going to like. And that, as soon as I heard that, I go, oh, the action figure companies will 100% grab you and ask you to get photos for that. It's very toyetic. I just learned that word, toyetic. Yeah. <laughs> But that's my marketing brain kicking in. So I think it's a good idea, just personally. <laughs> all right. Well, we might have to bring that one to life. <laughs> the, uh, all right. So one piece of advice to, to leave the listeners with that, that has helped you or whatever you want it to be, wrestling advice, life advice, to leave everybody with. 
You know what? If you follow me on Twitter, you might have seen me put this out there the other day, but this comes from uh, Bruce Lee. Be like water. That may not make sense. I'm going to say it again. Be like water. If you put water in a glass, it becomes a glass. If you put water in a bottle, it becomes the bottle. It's, It's formless. You can shape it. Water can be gentle and it can soothe you or it, you know, you've seen floods and tsunamis. It can just be ruthless and destructive. Be like water. I absolutely love it. And I love Bruce Lee. And I have one of his quotes over, uh, over right by my gym on, uh, on defeat. I just think uh, you're not defeated unless you believe you're defeated, unless you quit. So I I love it. Thank you very much, Nyla. And thank you, Ryback. It's it's been a it's been a lot of fun. Hope we do it again. Likewise. And what's the best place to, for everybody on your social media to, to direct them to? Ah, Sam Smart Marketing, Nyla Rose Beast. It's so easy. You just got to remember one thing, and it's mostly my name, Nyla Rose Beast. You can find me on uh, Twitter, Instagram, on Twitch. Coming soon. <laughs> Good deal. Well, thank you. It's been it's been an absolute honor to have you on. Oh, thank you so much. And guys, we'll be right back after these messages. They say all men are created equal. Whether we believe that or not, I believe there is a champion inside each and every one of us. Life is energy and food is energy. What we put inside our bodies determines how we feel and act. I have always wanted to be more, and I feel everyone wants to be more than what we are. Supplement companies that use aspartame and sucralose aren't concerned with our health or fitness, but Feed Me More Nutrition believes in selling good for good and creating a relationship that lasts forever. Using only natural sweetener, stevia, and monk fruit and more ingredients that work, we give you more because we want you to be more. FeedMeMore.com and Amazon. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's the big guy, Ryback. And I want to talk to you about Fuel Meals, my personal meal prep service I've been using for years. Meal prep at your doorstep. Fuel Meals at FuelMeals.com has something for everybody. An easy way to eat healthy in this fast-paced life we are all living. Whenever I'm in a pinch, I go to my Fuel Meals and I love it. I love to eat real food, but the fact is I can't cook for every single meal of the day. So Fuel Meals come in handy for me when I need it most and I think it could help you too. Tell them the big guy sent you and use discount code the big guy to save 15%. Fuelmeals.com. Feed me more. You've heard us talk about real good foods before on the podcast and just how much I love their real good pizzas and enchiladas. Now Real Good Foods also has their new poppers, which are a super low carb cross between a chicken nugget and a jalapeno popper. All of their foods are low-carb, grain-free, gluten-free, and keto-friendly. Most items have as low as 3 to 4 grams of carbs per serving. From their chicken crust pizza, enchiladas, cauliflower crust pizzas, snack bite pizzas, and poppers, you can't go wrong with anything from Real Good Foods. All items are available at realgoodfoods.com, on Amazon, and in retail locations all over the country with a store locator on their website. Save 10% with discount code RYBACK off of realgoodfoods.com. Real Good Foods. Feed me more. 
Welcome back to the show. Big thank you to Nyla Rose. Big thank you to AEW and, and being able to get in contact with their media department with Ellie and uh, hopefully uh, getting a lot more more talent from AEW on the show as time goes on. And if there are people that you guys want on this show, simply go ahead and suggest that. Where might you do that? Hit me up on social media. I give all the accounts on here. Or uh, another way you could do that is leaving a really good, maybe a five-star review. I'll even take a four-star. Remember five? <laughs> and uh, our weekly review winners, if selected, will get a free supplement of choice from Feed Me More Nutrition. All you got to do is leave a review. And if you're chosen, like I'm about to do for our review winner of the week, and I thank you guys for going and leaving reviews. As you know, last week I read, I read one of the negative ones. And uh, it's something, you know, I've never been a big review person. I don't even read reviews like, and, and until I, I started doing stuff and then realized how important they are. But so if you can take a minute, you listen to this show, you get a lot of value. I also don't listen to podcasts, though, really at all or anything of that nature, you know. But but even products and things, it's just not something I've ever been been aware of. But I mean, I'm much more aware of it now, and I'm asking a lot because I I'm asking for something that I don't do all the time. <laughs> but maybe you're better than me for on, on the review end of things, which I'm hoping you are. The um, this week's winner though, we had some really good reviews. This week is we're going to go with. S-S-S-S-S-S-S-S-A-A-S-C-C. And the five-star review is Ryback is Entertainment. First and foremost, finding this show allowed me to catch up on one of my favorite wrestlers. It's also good to hear his side of the stories. While sometimes the content can get repetitive, every story and experience from guests is different. There's also more content than wrestling. There's health, entertainment, wrestling, and thoughts. Keep up the work, Ryback, and keep getting better. Thank you very much, buddy. And you are the winner this week. So please email me at the big guy at feedmemore.com with your supplement of choice from Feed Me More Nutrition. And we'll get you a code uh, for 100% off to, to get that sent to you. And I appreciate it very, very much. And I do agree. Sometimes I do repeat myself often on here, especially talking about mindset, because a lot of it's all interchangeable and it's all connected in a way. And I feel. It takes repetition to learn things and, and even repeating things, reminding myself and oneself. It is, um, it's extremely important. And I'm sure if I go back and listen to every single episode, especially in this format, I would bet you I would find a lot of similarities in my thoughts of the week uh, on some weeks. And I think everyone's always a little different, but I bet you there would be some, no doubt, that are probably very, very similar. And maybe I just had a little different take on it. For whatever reason that we could, it's not like I write stuff down. Like, well, I've talked about this and that. I just don't do it. I, I would drive myself crazy. And I always, I have a pretty decent memory on on things on what I've talked about. But there's there's no doubt when you start doing this many, we're getting. I mean, we've been around now. I started the show in 2016, right around this time, a little before. I, I know we're definitely at the four year mark. See, so wait, yeah, four years of doing this show under the different name before conversation with the big guy Ryback, but it's, uh, wow. You know, and we got the Shooting Blanks Wrestling Report, which, guys, big news. I'm, that, I'm glad I reminded myself of this. Uh, Raj Geary and myself, we do the Shooting Blanks Wrestling Report, and one of the big drawbacks was 
of when we recorded this, I would we'd record on a Friday morning and the show would go out Monday morning. It still is going out Monday morning. But when you're dealing with news and dealing with content, you want it to get out as soon as possible. Especially when you're dealing with like a show like that, that's more of a, a recap of of uh, the news, the the top stories and getting my thoughts on things from an insider standpoint more so than anything and, and trying to explain things on on from being in the business the entire adult life. And uh and Raj just goes, why don't we do it live? And because uh, I have StreamYard now and I've actually we're gonna I got Ethernet cables coming, gonna be hardwiring everything because the I, during COVID the Wi-Fi has gotten even worse. But for when you're streaming anyways, you need to have everything hardwired. My router, my modem, it's all a ways away. And I was like, I didn't want cords running all through my house. But I go, what's the big deal? I could just unplug it if anyone comes over and uh, run it all the way. I got I got a 100-foot cord for the podcast studio. I got a couple 200-foot cords, one going into my Twitch room. Ryback rules on Twitch, by the way. Streaming already started. We're started on there here. But uh, And then into my, my office upstairs. So, and I'm hoping the 200 footers work. If not, I got to find, find, find bigger ones and um, just to improve the quality of everything. So that show, we're going to be doing it live every Friday at 10 a.m. on Ryback TV and, and fan questions are encouraged. If you want to throw super chats, great. And we are going to, all the super chats will be answered and put on screen uh, and we will get other questions as well when we can in between uh, the take on the news. And I really think we did it this past week. And, and I thought everything was really, really good. The only thing that bothered me was what I need to have. I, I needed to have the ethernet, which is why I saw that. And I go, the quality, it's on my end. It just can't support the, the live streaming at the high quality that it needs to be. So tune in every Friday if you can live. But we're also, guys, we have our Patreon, patreon.com backslash Ryback. And we have those shows edited and put up. That and the Ryback Show. Uh, the Ryback Show also, what we're going to be doing as I continue to grow and evolve everything and using Twitch to stream. And, and, and the, when I stream on the video games, it's solely to play against other people. I'm not, I don't have, I'm not uh, trying to like to, to do story modes in games. And it's just more to have a one on one fun, talk a little, talk a little shit. And then have uh, and get to know some of you guys on a one-on-one level while and playing games and use it as a little more of a personal platform. And also, I'm going to be doing, I believe, the Ryback show now because Streamyard. I tried using it previously, and the reason why I pulled back was because of the quality, and it wasn't because of the, I needed it hardwired. You know, when I record this way, the regular way with the show, I'm not use. I'm using a video, my video camera. Uh, uh, I don't even know, that it's, but it's, it's a high quality video camera we got set up for this and uh, which I'll do for, you know, my thought of the week and all the back end of the show, I'll still use that. Um, and then you know, obviously when I do my intro and all that, but when I, the actual conversations I think are going to be StreamYard because on that, and we're getting that all set up to be more professional and with the, the backgrounds and all that and in stream that live on Twitch exclusively for the Twitch subscribers to encourage people to to subscribe over there for the live live like because I do my interviews when I can with the conversations some weeks I'll do two or three some weeks I'll, I'll get one some weeks I don't have to do any 
even though I'm constantly recording things. But as far as scheduling guests, I got to get those done when I can because everyone's schedules are, are so different. And when I when someone says they're open, I'll say I'll, I'll adjust my day because I got the studio here. I, I would be I'm not going to get people unless I do that. That's that's how you get get people on here. So, yeah, just constantly evolving. But the Patreon is going strong and we're going to be the, the content will go up there. The videos, the the exclusive no advertisement videos in their entirety will only be available there still as 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 everything so check that out as well all right trying to think before we get to the thought of the week everything with feed me more nutrition thank you guys for that last giveaway it was uh that was a huge success the three thousand dollar cash giveaway and i know these things just run i i run these things just like like wrestling where you go you, you you do the WrestleMania, then the next night it's raw. You're 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 right back at it, right? Well, well, that's kind of how these giveaways are going. And uh, the the cash during COVID, um, we've given out thousands upon thousands of dollars. And uh, this contest, our our Feed Me More Nutrition Halloween giveaway, guys, is four thousand dollars. And it's Friday, October thirtieth at midnight Pacific on Halloween. October 31st, a Saturday on Halloween, Halloween day, I'm going to be awarding the prize of $4,000. And all you got to do is use discount code HALLOWEEN4000 on feedmemore.com, which I probably should get a commercial done. I, mean, I think I'll be actually going to record a new commercial for that for this month. Stay up a little bit on that. Stay current on the promotions. And uh, yeah, guys, you get 20% off your order. And you get an option for a free shaker bottle and wristband right now. We got new workout towels coming in. And we also have a really cool upgrade. Um, I do this when I got new products to get them in more people's hands. I'll run a huge discount on a new supplement. And I did this with the GTS Sleep Aid because it started off really slow. People, I mean, we, we sold some, don't get me wrong, but not nearly at the level a lot of the other supplements were selling. And I go, why aren't people buying this? This is amazing. But the thing is, is there's so many sleep aids out there. And, and then if I go, I started running promotions on it and, and offering it as an upgrade at a, at a huge discount. And what happened is it's turned into one of our better selling supplements. And the reviews on it are all five stars. People love it. And that, that's how I feel about Hope Spot, the mood and stress support. But it's, it's, a, it's a bigger investment. It's a $44.99 supplement. It's, it, we have more ingredients in that that you're going to get in any other mood and stress support on the market. The ingredients alone in that bottle are hundred something dollars that I got in that for $44.99. Now, people aren't going to, people don't know that. So, and all I know is I know the feedback I'm getting from people that are taking this go, this stuff is really amazing. I got, thank you. I know I created it. <laughs> but obviously not everyone's always going to like everything. So we're doing a, a, a discount on that as well as an add-on for $24.99. And, and yeah, it's my way of getting it out there. So we have some really cool deals on feedmemore.com. Um, I'm working on right now, we are, we are scaling once again. <clears throat> I'm actually sitting down here this week and mapping out kind of the next steps, but involved in, in just to kind of uh, where I'm going uh, I think getting out a, a grape Pumplex City, which we already have the flavor approved. I just got to get the labels done and get in contact with our, with, with the manufacturer and uh, and get that ball rolling. 
I want to get out the one, two, three joint muscle tendon support. I, I really, really want to get that out. And uh, so this week I am writing this down. This is what I do. I, I sit down. And I This is what I want to get done. What do I need to get done to get this done? And I kind of branch out little things on what it takes. I clear. I see clearly what I need to do. It takes me a little bit of time to write it down, to think it out. And then I, boom, I get to work and I do it. And uh, so that's what we're doing. I know I got to get the labels finalized on that and which we got them, we got them partially done. So it's, that's going to be the next step. And uh, they're working on the plant-based proteins right now. And which I'll say, you know, another, I, I, for people that want looking for a good plant-based protein, I'm, I'm not a fan of everything the company does because they, that, but that Redcon company actually has a good plant-based protein, the Green Beret. Because I've been trying different ones, and they have a peanut butter flavor, and it's it's not bad. It's not bad at all. I, I I don't like they used erythritol in it. I don't like that necessarily. But there's there are worse things in the world world than that, and uh, it actually it's a good good tasting protein, and it has the the stevia in it. I believe I don't know how many different flavors they had. I only saw peanut butter on Amazon. They, I'm sure they have to. I mean they 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 they're 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 a big company. But um, as you guys know, I, I like to be honest about things, and I don't like a lot of the companies and what they do. I don't like a lot of things that that company does. It's none of my business, though. All I can say is I'm not going to do things that way, but they do have a good plant-based protein. In the meantime, if you're looking for a good plant-based protein, that and the Planta ones with Stevia are the top two I've had right now. So if you need something to hold you over until the big guy can hook you up with Feed Me More Nutrition because we're going to kick their ass when I get my proteins out. But the, uh, in, in all seriousness, they, they have a good plant-based protein, and it makes me happy to see them offering a healthy alternative to the other stuff they have. So check that out if, um, if you're looking for a plant-based protein. All right, my, my thought of the week here. What a crazy week this has been. And I feel like that's not the first time I've said this. So as you guys know, Sophie with uh she has disc disease severe disc disease and i hate even saying the word severe with it that's what they diagnosed it as and it is i mean it is it is what she has and she oh man it's so i didn't realize it'll be three years in february so we're a little over two and a half years that this whole process started when her disc started rupturing randomly at two years old a little over two years old and it was all her back disc. It, one would rupture. She was paralyzed the first time. We had to teach her to, to walk again. It was really stressful. I've talked about it time and time again. I stopped all my appearances. Had to stop altogether. So and it was a blessing as far as for me and my health because it stopped me doing the things that I needed to stop that my doctors told me to stop. But my poor little baby, you know, she's just, I don't, the sweetest little most innocent dog in the world. And it, it was it was so crazy to me that I, I had all my health issues with my back and my shoulder, but in particular this case, my back. And then so does my dog. Like it, it's it's crazy. But she never would whine, never but she she obviously was in tremendous pain. And when the disc rupture, I mean it, it's a very stressful situation and and like the, the specialty center I have to take her to is a good anywhere from 30 to 40 minutes away from my house on all the way on the other side of town. It's, it's the only surgery center like for this particular thing for dogs 
with the MRI machine. And um, and again, Trupanion has been absolutely amazing with the pet insurance. So I always will put them over. If you have a pet, look into getting pet insurance, even if it's not Trupanion. That's just the one I use that they've been great with this. But she, um, all her back disc ruptured. So she had seven that ruptured, seven surgeries. She was paralyzed twice. The last one, the eighth one that ruptured, she had the same symptoms initially, like shaking, weak, distressed, get her all the way to the center. And it was like a miracle had happened. She was completely better. And they, in which they said it just appeared that it didn't bruise the spinal cord at all because the other ones bruised the spinal cord, which is why you have to have the surgery to clean out all the disc matter. But if it doesn't bruise the spinal cord, they don't have to have the surgery. So we didn't have to do anything. I switched her to real food, uh, which is a lot more expensive, but it doesn't matter because I need to do whatever I can to try to improve this situation to at least slow it down. Because it, it, in, in all reality, it's not going away. It's just a matter of she lives a very conservative life. I'm keep them in crates when I'm not home or the mother watches them. And I have to watch them when I, luckily I'm able to work and do everything from home outside of when I live to leave and do things. But like, they're not allowed to play outside of if I'm right there watching them and they're, they got to be very careful though. So anyways, she's gone. We've gone a long time without anything happening. All her back disc ruptured. And they said, Sorry, I was just making taking a look at the uh, the time on this. I'm making sure I'm recording. We all this time went by, and I go, all her back disc had ruptured, and they said those the the upper disc in her back were very rare that those would ever rupture. But again, though she has severe disc disease, and they say people usually put their dogs down after one or two financially, and because a lot of people also though work and don't have the time. So even if it's not a financial issue, you know, it's an issue of, you know, if I was gone wrestling all the time and I had nobody to take care of them, uh, even if, I, you know, I would have to hire somebody. But luckily, I, if I was in that position, I, I would have options. But a lot of people don't. So they have to put their dogs down. And I just luckily was able to just, I mean, don't get me wrong. It, it's been extremely difficult. But but I, I go, I, I would be. I can't do it because like she just recovers quick and like I, I love her more than anything. So we, the other day we get all this time, she starts sneezing and I don't know why she was sneezing and because she doesn't sneeze and she's just throwing these sneezing fits. So we had to give her a Benadryl and she calmed down. I leave. I have to go do my stuff. I'm actually in the middle of recording a video for Ryback TV, and I get a call from my mother freaking out that Sophie won't get up. She's not like being responsive to her. She's just lying there, and it like it wasn't good. So I instantly stop everything. I come racing home. Soon as I see her, I already know she's shaking, and I just go shit. Here we go again. But in my head, I'm like, what's going on? Because all her back disc had ruptured. And they all ruptured completely from what I, under I was told, where there was no other disc matter left. So I'm like, couldn't it have been a back disc? 
And sure enough, I, I, I call the, 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 the specialty center. I rush her all the way across town. Get her there. Luckily, kind of like the last one, but not like the last one, she was able to walk for them and she showed no neurological signs of weakness, which is the big deal because if she does, she would have stayed there and then been, had to schedule for the MRI and then another surgery. But the doctor told me that it was definitely <clears throat> her neck, upper back. Neck, it's like he, he said her neck was really stiff. And that by the time we got there, her shaking had subsided, which is usually when a disc first ruptures, her body goes into like it, 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 like it shakes really, really bad. It's really scary, actually. And I've just dealt with it so much. I, I'm used to it with her now. Even though it's still not easy to see with her like that. And she's just such a little trooper. But she was different on this one because this was new to her. It wasn't a back disc. And what happened, it hadn't, this is just what I think is all from the sneezing at some point, a, a disc ruptured either in her neck or her upper back close to her neck. And we don't know the one because she hasn't had an MRI. Um, and they said, though, they, we got her on medicine. They gave her some good stuff to last a little over 24 hours. And then we got the oral pain medication that she'll stay on. And so the, the, what's the, 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 what we need to do with her, I was going to say the, pro, the prognosis, the diagnosis with her is three to four weeks of no activity and on her pain medicine and uh, a lot of rest. She could walk, though. She doesn't like to a lot. She will. She'll come walk to eat. She'll walk with her leash. I got to take her out on a leash again so she doesn't go attempting to run, even though she can't. She, she's clearly in a lot of pain on this because th this is she's had a lot of tears come out of her eyes, but she doesn't whine. So that's how I know. And she's really depressed now, which because she doesn't she knows like she's been through this. And this one, though, is just different. And it scares me because. Now we're dealing with her upper disc, her neck, and we're dealing with, you know, her whole backside, her disc are all gone, but she walks, she's a little wobbly here and there, but she does amazing. But I'm just, I, it, it leads me to my thought of the week where I just like, we got to be grateful for each and every day. And it's something, you know, I, I tell myself she's going to live a, a long, healthy life. It, you know, the last, you know, going on over, it's over two and a half years, <clears throat> she's, her quality of life is great still. Like she, she's, she goes for walks every night. She's, she gets babied. If you guys have ever seen, she's, her and little guy are spoiled. <laughs> they are, they live a good life. But she obviously, they want to be dogs and little guy gets sad. They want to play. They want to run around. They, they can't do what they used to do. Little guy can play when I could do some stuff with him, but Sophie we got to be careful because Sophie gets upset and sad and she wants to run and play. And uh, she's a dog. She doesn't know. She doesn't know when she's feeling good again, that she's going to get hurt again. So it's up to me. I have to be very conservative with her, but I just, it's, you know, every moment I get with her, I'm very thankful because this period is crazy as it's been for me and as many downs as there's been, there's been so many great positive things that have happened that I'm going to look back on. And I already know now that are going to be instrumental in my life.
um, moving forward. And I just realized my Feed Me More Nutrition, my front TV is not on. But I always have the logo on the front one there. I didn't turn it on. But she, you know, just every time, moment I get with her, I'm thankful. Because it's just like, it, it's just, just being aware. I, I just try to be more, just every little moment, just, just take it in. And not to say we all do. We, I mean, we do. But sometimes it's easy to, to take things for granted. And, you know, it's just like that call, when that happened, I'm like, is this it? And did I, you know, it's scary. She's such a good dog. So we got to, it's just, it bums me out because I just want her to be better. And I don't, and I don't know, because what the disc disease, her disc are, are dehydrated. There's just, it, it, it dehydrates the disc. So now, you know, the upper ones are now not off limits. There's a lot of upper disc. So it's like, how long? I don't know. Do we go another year and she's fine? You know, that's a little more where it's not quite as crazy, at least, for, even though that's crazy still, because, I mean, look, we're at number nine. Nine for a dog that's, that's getting ready to turn five on Halloween. But she's not suffering or anything of that nature. Now she's in pain right now and because it just happened. But she recovers quick. And then when she recovers, she's fine. So that's the, it's a real conflict. And I now, but I, for me, just I have to be aware there's going to, if there comes a point where I, I see that her quality of life is being sacrificed and she's just not happy, even though we give her so much love. If I if I think that that and there's and the medicine can't keep her pain free, you know what I mean. There's then I gotta realistically have another conversation with myself, um, and it's not like having a conversation when a dog's old and they have cancer and you know you just know, you know. And I've been through that, or when a dog's really old and they're the health complications and if it requires a massive surgery and, and they're twelve or thirteen years old. You know, and the surgery is going it, to, it, it's not going to be easy to recover from. That's, that's, you know, which I've been through that where, you know, you're, the doctors tell you, we advise you, you probably, it's probably not in the dog's best interest to try to, to try to keep them alive, you know, and you got to look at that information. Everyone reacts differently to that, but you try not to do it selfishly. So, but just be appreciative. And this is not me telling you to be appreciative. We just, just in general, thinking out loud, just being appreciative of every good moment that we have. And that, you know, whether it's, you know, she's sleeping. It's, I love it when she sleeps in bed at night. She's just the, a little angel. And I was like, man, is, she, is that it? So it's, um, it's an eye-opener for me because uh, I thought we were in the clear. And clearly we're not, so... But thank you for everybody and for social media, for all the well wishes. She's, uh, she is a little trooper. And I have no doubt she's going to bounce back from this one. She's, uh, she's seen me do it, and I've seen her do it. So we kind of feed off each other in that regard. And uh, I, I'm pulling for my little baby. But that's my thought of the week. All right, wrapping up, guys. Uh, follow me on Twitch. As I said, Ryback Rules on Twitch. We're streaming over there now. <clears throat> You're going to be do, doing chats over there answering questions from time to time. 
Uh, all fan mail, please send to P.O. Box 752740, Las Vegas, Nevada, 89136. Just a self-addressed stamped envelope, please, and return postage. Well, the stamped envelope, that would be postage. Duh, stupid. Cameo.com slash the big guy Ryback for personal videos from me, which reminds me I have to get to them. I think I have some expiring. I'm writing that down. Teespring, we have more shirts available on there now over at Ryback TV or teespring.com. We are the Feed Me More store. If you want any Feed Me More Nutrition merch, Ryback merch, Feed Me, Feed Me More, Feed Me More merch all over there. Uh, Ryback TV at youtube.com slash Ryback TV. We got that all back back to what it was, youtube.com slash uh, backslash Ryback TV. And the channel is picking up again, guys. So I thank you for over there. We are actually, things are picking up quite nicely again. And I've cut down on the cussing over there and uh, hired an outside company to help with getting the video seen because the account is being suppressed as my other social medias. And I'm not going to, I'm just going to keep finding ways around this and keep fighting and keep growing my brand. And I'm telling you, I know it's all tied. I'm not going to complain about it. We, we, I know who it's tied to. I know what's going on. And I'm not backing down. I'm not stopping. I push out more content. I'll figure out ways. Feed me more nutrition gets bigger. That gives me more options. I don't care if I got to take them with the trademark for Ryback and they're going to make me spend all this money upwards of, of $200,000. I'm going to find ways to just keep, I'm going to use it as an opportunity to continue to grow and improve. I'm not going to back down. I've come too far. I've won every step of the way, and I find ways to continue to win. And I lead by example. I talk a lot of talk, but I, I, I walk the walk, and I back it all up. And that's the only reason why I talk, because I am a big believer in being confident and backing up what you say, and I know that I can all day long. So that's what's going on with that. So thank you, guys. Wake Up at Speeding Time, my motivational book back there. The big guy at feedmemore.com for all media inquiries or if any guest uh, podcast uh, interviews or anything, uh, please contact me there. And on Instagram, I'm the big guy Ryback22. Feed me more nutrition, the Ryback Show, and Ryback TV. I am at Ryback on Twitter. Still not verified Twitter for changing my name from Ryback22 to Ryback. It, it leaves a great opening for these. Negative Dallas Cowboy fans, and not all. There's a lot of great Cowboys fans, it's like wrestling fans, right? But the the ones that are that, that believe the the fake articles and fake headlines, and it gives them a great. You're not even verified, <laughs> and I'm not. I just block them. It's not like I'm going to respond. No, you don't understand, bro. I changed it from Ryback 22 to Ryback. I really am verified, but I'm not verified right now. But so they get a they get a they get a free shot with that one. So thanks, Twitter. The uh, Feed me more nutrition on Facebook, Ryback Reeves on Facebook as well, Ryback247 on Snapchat, and that Ryback Rules on Twitch once again, and the big guy Ryback22 on TikTok. Thank you guys very much for listening. You just listened to another episode of The Ryback Show. Feed me more. This is Conversation with the Big Guy Ryback. Subscribe, like, rate, comment, 